Hey, Sam. Hey, Luke. What's, uh, what's wrong, buddy? I just watched the hit 2004 film Troy starring Brad Pitt and Eric Bana, but I don't know if it's accurate at all. Hey, we've all been there, friend. This has you pretty messed up, huh? Well, I have good news for you. Ah! Jesus! I'm a doctor. Of medicine? Even better, classics. And I have all the answers for your burning questions about myths, ancient Greco-Roman history, and the movies. Where can we get this incredible medicine? Over on the podcast, Greased Lightning. It's on all your favorite podcatchers. It will be the sweet ambrosia of the gods. New episodes every other Monday. Two words to me in three years of Bret Hart Tempers are dropping and the seas are arising. With Hanksy Panksy, it's a disaster. A podcast where two dumb idiot best friends are forced by my wife to watch disaster <laughs> after disaster. I'm Sam Siegel and I'm one of those dumb idiots. And I'm the guy dangling from the rope over the ice sheet. Uh, I am Luke Patrick. I am the other idiot. Sam, we're doing a new thing. We are doing a new thing. Uh, it, the chickens had come home to roost. Uh, the the pain that I've inflicted upon my wife uh, in watching 55 weeks of Tom Hanks movies has come back to bite me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, uh, it's come back around on us, and so now my wife is punishing both of us yeah. by making us watch disaster movies of her choosing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's got quite a nice little list going. We do have the list ahead of time. We mm-hmm. we know what's in store for us, but uh, it'll be a nice. You know what, Sam? It'll be a nice little palate cleanser in between uh, mm-hmm. in between seasons here before we move on to whatever it is we're gonna do next with Hanksy Panksy. Yes. Yeah. It is. It is so nice to have it focused not on a specific actor but a genre. Mm-hmm. And the or- genre that I'm. I mean, I, I want to talk about this, but I'm not particularly familiar with. Um, yeah, I, I don't watch a lot of uh, this, as the French say, genre. <laughs> yeah, I'm not particularly well-versed when it comes to disaster movies. You might even say that this was my first, I think, my Holy first. Holy shit, you've yeah. seriously never seen another disaster flick? Maybe like Pacific Rim, if we want to count that. No, that's um, not a disaster flick. No, that's a kaiju not even, movie. Not even close, bud. Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't, okay. I don't think I've seen any others. I mean, I've seen lots of horror films, which I feel like uh-huh. tread in some of the same directions. They're swimming in the sure. same lanes. But as far as raw disaster movies, for sure, I think this was, this was my first real disaster movie. So uh, I got some stuff to say about it, for sure. Okay, so I'm... See, I didn't realize that we were going to be popping your disaster cherry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my uh, disaster cherry has been uh, viscerally popped at this point. Yeah, well, now we now we know that uh, it's fine that you and I got married to disaster movie. <laughs> hey, so this week we watched 2004's The Day After Tomorrow. Yeah. Yep, yep, um, yep. 
And I'm actually going to lead with why Kenna picked it. Okay. Because I did ask Ooh. why. Why? Yeah. Um, And I got to tell you, she was just like, it's classic. It's a classic disaster flick. It's it's absurd. It's a lot of fun. And it's stupid as hell. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. Uh, and uh, Luke, I got to tell you, the whole time we were watching the movie, anytime I sort of groaned or <laughs> yelled at the movie, the evil fucking cackle that mm-hmm. she let out was honestly the most fucking distressing thing I've experienced in my life. Yeah, that makes sense. And you love to hear it. I mean, you you just love to hear that Kenna's finally getting her revenge oh, after yeah. 55 weks of uh, Tom Hanks movies of varying quality. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I also just wanted to mention the structure of this and that Kenna gave us a list of multiple categories uh, yes. or as I put it, the gosh upon of horrors. <laughs> and uh, we rolled yes. a random number generator to decide which category to watch. So folks, believe it or not, this is actually one of the paths of least resistance, I would say, out yeah, of some I of the we others. Yeah, got off pretty easy. And, and folks, I'll tell you right now, there was one category that Luke said no. <laughs> Ab- <laughs> absolutely not. Uh, it Luke drew a line in the sand and he said, we shall go no further. Uh, we will not tread into Mary Kate and Ashley movies. Mm-hmm. I forgot what it was. Yeah, I drew the line at Mary Cat, Mary Kate and Ashley, uh, the Olsen twins movies. Uh, that was no good for me. No good. Uh, couldn't. Couldn't. I mean, it was. Luke, honestly, I got to tell you, your denial of those films was so intense that I, it caught me off guard. Because again. <laughs> The, the idea that either one of us at this point could have a line in the sand based on content and not runtime mm, yeah. is genuinely shocking to me, but you said no. No. Yeah. Ab- no. Fuck no. Yeah, I just couldn't imagine ourselves sitting down for several weeks in a row just consuming that slop, man. <laughs> I just couldn't see it. In a, in a way that made us, you know, even marginally more mentally healthy than we've been through watching 55 weeks of Tom Hanks movies. So, yeah, I got the big fat veto on that one. But you know what? I'm now, happy with where we ended up. So Sure. Though you've said something that has me a bit confused. You seem to think that Kenna wants us to be mentally well. Mm. Well, I know that Kenna doesn't want mm-hmm. us. To, I know that this is Kenna's revenge. But I, I put it to you. I felt pretty refreshed after watching a movie that in no way had Tom Hanks or was related to Tom Hanks. Yeah, it felt really good. (laughs) Didn't it feel pretty amazing to watch a two-hour movie and by the end of it go, man, that had no mention of Tom Hanks whatsoever. There wasn't even a Hanks relative in there. Mm -mm, No, man. Nobody in the Hanks family was represented and it was fucking glorious. Well, I got to tell you, I was relieved I didn't have to watch the movie with two notebooks, one of which I used to track down an increasingly confusing conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I just watched the movie. I didn't have to think, how does this connect to anything else? Yeah. You know, who's who's an agent of chaos in this? No, just watched it. Mm-hmm. I, ju- I just watched it. It doesn't connect to a broader oeuvre 
that mm-hmm. we're, we're tracking. Yeah, I just got to watch a movie and riff on it the whole time. Uh, which was pretty amazing. So Sam, I'm feeling I'm feeling pretty high spirited this week, yeah. which is <laughs> I, it, it feels I feel look I feel fucking juiced. I feel good, man. Um, yeah, I, feel, I, feel, I feel fucking juiced, juiced, bro. juiced, bro. Which after I think it's revealing that how I feel now is not how I Pete or Pete, Peter Peter something yeah. like that. We'll call Maybe. him Peter. He's played by Matt Walsh. Yeah, so Matt a, Walsh. A, a truly mystifying casting choice. <laughs> yeah, so Matt Walsh is in. Matt Walsh, everybody. Matt, Matt Walsh, Walsh is in this one. Um, and they're they're trying to chase storms. They've been trying to make a film, and this is sort of their last hurrah before they run out of funding. So they really, really need to find a tornado, and they settle on Silverton, Oklahoma, is the place they're going to go. And lo and behold, tornadoes happen. And they're bad, and they increase in size and frequency throughout the movie. Uh, yes. A lot of destruction happens. Um, yeah, Sam, I don't know what else to say about it. I mean, that's yeah, the plot, it, is that tornadoes occur. Yeah, without doing sort of a blow-by-blow blow of the destruction, essentially mm-hmm. it's pre-tornado, nothing really happens. We just meet the characters, and then lots of tornadoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that that's it. It's a lot of people r- driving away from tornadoes. Yeah, culminating, I guess, in the biggest tornado ever. And this thing, mm-hmm. folks, this thing's a whopper. I will give it to them. It's yeah, a big it's, old tornado. It's a it's a big chungus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a chungus for sure. Um, and then they have to evacuate a school where everyone has been. The entire town's been storm sheltering. So there's just a big scene of a bunch of buses driving away from a tornado and they all end up in a storm shelter and they're trying to live out this tornado. And then Matt Walsh's character gets sucked up into the tornado in this big armored car. Um, Yeah. And so he dies. Everybody else lives. And then everything, it's a bright, sunny day. Everything's fine again as they rebuild this town from the, from the bolts up, Sam, because holy shit, it's been. Yeah, there's. Like, barely even dust left in this town. Mm-hmm. It's just been flattened by this, yeah. this EF-5, which I take it as a big-ass tornado right at the yes. end there. Yeah, re- real, a real big honker. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you think of the movie? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Kenna's revenge. <laughs> Kenna's definitely getting her revenge. I hate that she herself... Gets to check out of the film. <laughs> I know, I know. It's it's so fucking unfair to be on the couch, eyes glued to this fucking bad movie, mm-hmm. while Kenna's just stared down into her phone, having a good time. Yeah, laughing at your misery. Yeah, I mm-hmm. mean, it isn't the worst movie we've ever watched, but it's not I mean, good. So okay, maybe maybe a better question is: Were you entertained? Honestly, yeah. I have to give it credit where credit's due. At at 5.30 yeah. in the morning, I was genuinely pretty entertained by this flick and was watching it and was like, oh, damn, them some tornadoes. And, 
Yeah, there's two characters, Donk and Revis, I think are their names. Yes, yeah, Donk and Revis with two E's. Revis, uh, which are two local hoodlums, two rednecks that are thrill-seeking uh-huh. rednecks. So they're trying to get famous on YouTube. I enjoyed watching their antics as they try to get sucked up by a tornado or just get as close to a tornado as possible. Yes. Um, and, and they actually do get sucked up into the tornado, but then they very very end of the movie we see them in trees <laughs> where they've been lodged and they are in fact alive so yeah i i have some theories about Duncan revis okay uh first i firmly believe they are lovers oh um, mm, okay they're they're very close and they do seem to care about each other mm-hmm. uh the other is uh i donk i don't think is capable of feeling fear because at no at zero point in this film even as he is being sucked into a tornado does he express any kind of fear yeah at no point does he stop going woo exactly it's a lot of woo yeah tornado (laughs) (laughs) yeah man um he's got a he's got a a method for Mm -hmm. sure um yeah and, and when you're first introduced to him, the camera is very close to his face uh, as uh, as Revis is filming him with what, frankly, looks to be a Zune. Uh, <laughs> and I got to tell you, Donk's eyes are dead. His eyes are, <laughs> he's just got the dead, unfeeling eyes of a doll. Mm-hmm. It's pretty fun. Oh, oh, he just tipped off his four-wheeler. Oh, damn, brother. <laughs> No, Doc done did it again, man. He just, he's so happy. I hate his fucking guts, but at the same time, there's something endearing about this stupid fucking man who is the most honest portrayal of an Oklahoman ever put to film. Yeah, I I loved Donk, man. Donk's whole thing. I just, I mean, down to the fact that his name is Donk. Donk. is pretty great. Um, what is it short for? Doncarius. Doncarius. Doncarius Maximus. Yeah, I think Don this Carius is. Maximus. Okay, mm-hmm. it's a you know it's a strong name. I think mm-hmm. it's a guy. It's an aquiline name. It's very. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very powerful. Yeah. Uh. Sure. So, do you think? Do you think he ever becomes YouTube famous? Oh hell yeah, brother. <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, we do. He does have video footage of him being sucked up into a tornado. <laughs> he fucking does. And if if that doesn't blow up on YouTube, then I don't even know the internet, my friend. Yeah, you know, I the only thing would be if he was sucked into the tornado while screaming, "I can has cheeseburger." Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I think that would be the only thing. <laughs> I can has cheeseburger. I can ask cheeseburger. <laughs> Sucked away. Mm-hmm. Um. So, I, uh, I frankly, I don't even know how to fucking talk about this movie. I, <laughs> I will say, it it gave me what the day after tomorrow didn't, which is gruesome deaths. Mm-hmm. Because we we do get a moment where I fucking lost my shit cackling 
when one of the camera operators was sucked into a fire tornado. A fire tornado. There's some, there's like a fuel tank nearby. <clears throat> yes. That and gets the lit on fire. Goes over it. It's it's so fucking powerful, and this guy gets too close to it because it sucks the camera out of his hands, and then he tries to go get it. Mm-hmm. And then he gets sucked into it. We do see his body being whipped around in that tornado as it's burning. We get a lot of screaming. It's so fucking good. Oh, there goes Donk sucked into the tornado. <laughs> He's not scared at all. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I think Donk has a medical condition where he might not even feel <laughs> yeah. pain. I kind of feel yeah. like he's got that that condition where he doesn't feel pain or fear. He's got both. Yeah, yeah. No, he just he just sort of he donks about, you know. <laughs> he's donking. Uh, well, I guess Sam, I, I didn't ask the the follow up question. What did you think of this movie? Uh it's. I mean, it's a shit movie. It's a terrible fucking movie. But yeah. god damn, I was entertained. Mm-hmm. I mean. I'm entertained now, and I I know every plot point that's coming at me, but god damn it, it does it not, it works. It mm-hmm. just fucking works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is, but there's something about the, sh- they do a very good job on the destruction. Yeah. I'll give them that, and... It is absurd that at one point there are about six tornadoes surrounding these people. Um, and and then you get that big honker of a tornado, and apparently these these cars just can't drive through a perfectly flat field. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, they, that... <laughs> you're referring to the fact that they run out of road next to a bunch of flat fields, and they sort of just go, well... <laughs> we That's gotta get that. out of here. Mm-hmm. And then they go into a wind tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> Just a cement, like, cylinder. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we'll be fine here. Uh, and and God, God damn it, it just... Parts of this movie don't make an ounce of sense. There's, like, no siren uh, for, for half of it. Yeah, well, they explain that. They say that the uh, the tornado warning system is down, so somebody actually says, like, if there's a tornado, you won't know it's coming. Yeah, that's at the very end, though. And then there, um, there's some bizarre moments, like, at the very beginning. He, here's the part that I really didn't fucking get, is they know a storm is coming, and yet the school has an outdoor graduation ceremony. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 He's getting sucked in the fire tornado. I'm sorry. It's it's a it's a good effect, man. <laughs> it's so stupid. Ugh. Hey he also this movie is is classic because they they talked to about that guy because he's scared the camera uh-huh, guy yeah and uh, another character says something about hey man just get through today and then it's gonna be you and that beautiful girlfriend of yours sitting on a beach <laughs> and you want to go no man what the fuck are you doing this is survival movie 101 don't mention yeah. his girlfriend he is single for the you duration of this film right in that moment mm-hmm. the moment you said that he was dead. Yeah, I wrote it in my notes that a uh, girlfriend guy is super fucked now. And then oh, he did. He did get yeah. super fucked. 
in the funniest way possible. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, they have this outdoor graduation ceremony, and then yeah. it starts pouring, and they continue it. Mm-hmm. And I just can't fucking figure out why. Yeah. <clears throat> it is confusing. Um, because they have a school. Here's another thing I didn't understand about the school. Mm-hmm. So the school has a storm shelter, right? You mean the hallway. Yeah, which appears to just be the hallway. But apparently the hallway as a storm shelter is good enough to pack the entire town in there mm-hmm. and to think they're safe up until there's a big-ass tornado. It well, just doesn't... Like, is it a storm shelter or is it not, is my question. <laughs> Here, here's the other thing. Having watched it a second time, it's not really even great with the normal-sized tornado because Mm-mm. the ceiling does get ripped off. Yeah. Uh, and a few of them almost get sucked out. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not... It's just a hallway. They call it a storm shelter, I assume, due to budget cuts. <laughs> um, it's like a code oversight. They were like, oh, <laughs> shit, storm shelter. Yeah, oh, uh, we totally built that for sure. It's it's this hallway. And the code enforcement yeah. guy was like, yep, seems good to me. Seems fine. Seems good. Uh, I also feel like uh, all those people in that school, um, this the tornado is really the least of their troubles because they all got covered in that dust, which just just knowing the construction of schools um, that that are don't have a storm shelter built in, mm-hmm. there's probably asbestos all in their lungs now. Mm, yeah, for sure, yeah. my friend. In an old an older building like that, mm-hmm. they're yeah. fucked. Mm-hmm. Got that good, good asbestos lung. <laughs> mm-hmm. So okay, um, I I have okay, I have a few theories. Okay. okay. So the dad. So so we've got this dad and his two sons, Donnie and Trey. Yes. Um, and also, really and quick, as I wrote in my notes, he's Dick Dad. He's a Dick Dad. He is a dick dad. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's also played by the same actor who plays Thor in Oakenshield in the Hobbit movies. Oh, I did not know that. Good for yeah. him, man. Good for That's, him. Yeah, I mean, his American accent sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks very bad. <laughs> Anytime he yells, he just sounds like Thorin. But um, I have a theory about him because he clearly hates his sons. Mm-hmm. Unless they're in danger. Ooh. And I think he can only care about his sons if their safety is threatened. Yeah. And the minute they're safe, he's like, I fucking hate these kids. Yeah. Now, that's a good theory. And I love the idea of him on the weekends. And he's like, what's your plans? And they're like, well, I'll probably hang out, read a book, just take it easy. And he's like, nah, man, go to a party, ride a four-wheeler. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> go do yeah. something dangerous. Yeah, light some fireworks and just hold them in your hand, please. Something. <laughs> Run with the knife. Do something, <laughs> man. Yeah, it's like, uh, like he's just, you know, kid, kid's just reading his fucking textbook, and he walks in there, and he's like, "You're such a fucking disappointment." <laughs> and then later, he's like, chopping vegetables and like watching TikTok at the same time, and he's like, "Son, I love you. I love you so much, son." And and the kid puts the knife down, and he's like, "Nope, nope." Nope, you let me down. Mm-hmm. You piece yeah. of shit. I love this theory because uh, what you're referring to is the fact that at the beginning of this movie, 
He's he's a dick dad, for sure. Hugely. Yeah. Hugely. He's he's just on their case. He's a total asshole to them. They call him out on it, which I did appreciate that they're basically yeah. like, fuck you, dad. <laughs> to which he kind of just shrugs when one of them yeah. says, like, that's classic you or whatever. Uh, yeah. And he's just like, meh. Eh. Can't meh. be arsed. Can't be arsed to do any better. Yeah. Um, they're not in danger. Who gives a shit? Yeah. But then the minute they're in danger, he is like hysterically in love with them and needs to save yes. them. And, and he gets this, like, superhuman strength. They show this man tossing aside Detritus, like, 40 times. Mm-hmm. Half of this movie is Richard Armitage throwing away busted furniture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The dude does have Hulk strength at one point yeah. in this movie, too, when he's digging his son out of an abandoned industrial park that got blasted by a tornado, uh, yes. saving him and his... Hey... This movie also has this whole plot line where son number one, the oldest, I believe. Donnie. Donnie. Yeah. Uh, meets a girl for the very first time that day. And by the end of the movie, they're, they're sort of an item. Um, mm-hmm. And I put it to you. I actually believe that. The power of tornado carnage to bring together oh, yeah. two human beings quickly. Yeah. No, they look. I'm watching it now. They almost died in that old paper mill. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I, I, they, they filmed each other's goodbye message for their families. Yeah. I, I think they're soul bound. Yeah. Ain't I, nothing like that. Ain't nothing like filming, uh, your final messages for your families to really turn up the heat on a romance. If you know yeah. what I'm saying. It's like staring someone directly in the eyes as they come, as you <laughs> both come at the same time. <laughs> It's exactly the same, Sam. Thank you for bringing that into the equation. Yes, you're welcome. So, <laughs> so they they're, they've seen each other's souls, and and their souls are bound to each other forever. Yeah. Um, but so here's the other thing. One, they are two Oklahoma teens caught in the middle of a paper mill during a a storm, and they hear like a lot of wind, and they go, "What's that?" Yeah. But, Oklahoma teens would hear a stiff breeze and be like, tornado, tornado, oh shit, let's get out of this abandoned paper mill. Yeah, you know what, a lot of people in this movie are confused by the concept of tornadoes, it seems, like the outside graduation ceremony, they're like, a storm is coming, tornadoes are predicted, and they're, yeah, they're just confused by the concept as a whole, they're like, yeah, we'll still have it outdoors, it's fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, we'll just we'll just sit here and get wet. Mm-hmm. It's extremely uh, confusing, you know, for a bunch of Oklahomans to be this this blindsided by tornadoes. Uh, I but. think it's it's a town made of exclusively Seattle immigrants. <laughs> I love this theory. They've all they've all immigrated. Uh, Actually. Yeah. This makes a lot of sense. The only true Oklahomans are Donk and Revis, who don't experience the fear of tornadoes because they've been around them their whole lives, and everyone else, during the rain, they're like, well, it rains all the time and nothing bad happens, mm-hmm. so we'll just sit here and get wet. There yeah. it is. Yeah. There it is. Man, we done busted it wide open. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, I want to talk about the, the abandoned paper mill. Uh 
because you you put two horny teens in a camera in an abandoned paper mill, <laughs> and I gotta tell you, one hundred percent they fucked in there. And Luke, I came up with some titles of of Ooh. what that paper that that sex tape could be. Yeah, well, you know, I want to hear that. Yeah, so we got paper mill pounding, <laughs> <laughs> pulp and pussy at the paper mill. Oh man, that one's a that one's a tougher sell to the the production company. I feel it like. is. Yeah, it's a it's a little too hardcore. Mm-hmm. Um, there's old mill anal thrill. <laughs> you sir have a gift. Ah. Oh. <laughs> Uh, I got Pecker Poking Paper Mill, uh, and then as they did almost drown uh, in that paper mill, I have Drowning and Come at the Old Mill. <laughs> Which is more of a specialized shoot. That one's that yes. one needs a narrative. We have to really bake in a narrative into <laughs> yeah. that one. Yeah, a lot of the, like, Old Mill Anal Thrill, we all know. We yeah. Think you don't need a plot for that one. You know what's up with that, but uh, yeah, Drowning and Come at the Mill. Um, yeah, at the old mill. Luke. At the old mill. See, you're even adding you're you're adding flavor to it that we have to now yeah. incorporate into. It. We gotta have a throwaway line like pre fucking. It's like, oh man, <laughs> yeah. this mill is so old. <laughs> <laughs> man, I can't believe they abandoned this paper mill for so long. Mm-hmm. It's very decrepit. Now drown me in your cum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love all of these, though. I have to say, you've you've really crafted some boutique names here, and I appreciate the effort that you put into that. Well, uh, well, thank you so much. Um, but but Luke, I'm I'm getting a very troubling report. Hmm. Um, there is currently a school bus full of teenagers in Oklahoma uh, that has uh, a massive EF5 tornado bearing down on them. Um, and Luke, they will die right now in in like thirty seconds unless we do some advertising. Oh well, shit, dude. There's only one thing to do. We gotta, yeah, we gotta go, we gotta advertise and save these kids. Yeah, we gotta do some advertising. Let's let's head on over there. Let's go. Now, Luke, I would like to talk about the real hero of this movie. Uh, Pete. Uh, no, uh, it would actually be uh, Trey, the the younger son's knife. <laughs> hey, you're not wrong, my friend. Yeah, that knife gives and gives and gives. Mm-hmm. It is extremely clutch, and it is weirdly the heart of this film because uh, they use the knife to cut out old man peterson or whatever the fuck his name is from his car mm-hmm. uh and then the dad is like you shouldn't have this i'm very angry but thank you for having it so that we could save old man peterson yeah 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 and yeah then, and then later the dad uses it to save uh older son from drowning and come at the old mill mm-hmm. uh and <laughs> and then he's like son take the knife Take mm-hmm. this is your knife. Take it back. And it's like, why? Why is so much time being spent on this fucking knife? Yeah, this honker of a knife. We have to say too. Yeah, it's very big. Mm-hmm. It's a large blade for this this teen to have. Uh, but you're not wrong. There's like f- at least two, probably three or four 
clutch moments where the knife yeah. is the only thing separating them from certain death. Yeah, uh, this hero knife mm-hmm. <laughs> saved thousands in Silverton, Oklahoma. Yeah, this Bass Pro purchase. This <laughs> poorly God. thought out Bass Pro you're, purchase. You're so fucking right. That thing was a hundred percent grabbed at the register at Bass Pro. <laughs> yeah, you know the knife racks they have next to the checkout, just to, just to catch your eye as you're leaving. Oh yeah, look at that. I could yeah. use a switchblade. Yeah, right next to the Kit Kats and chewing gum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the big league chewing gum. This is Bass Pro. We gotta <laughs> Gotta shush it up a little bit. Um, so, so what what other thoughts do you have about this flick, man? So, outside of the school thing that I've already mentioned, um, which still drives me crazy, the fact that there's a storm shelter question mark at the school. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another moment in this movie that drove me crazy where uh, they're in the old mill, which, as we've established, uh-huh. they were definitely pounding in the old mill. Yeah, old mill anal thrill. Mm-hmm. Um, so post post thrills and spills. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, and there were many. There were several. Um, the 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 lead uh, romantic interest, Caitlin, I believe her name is. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you've got the you've got the text pulled up in front of you. You know, if you if you happen to spot. Well, I guess you're probably not watching oh. with subtitles, are you, Sam? Uh, I'm not, but it is. It's Kelsey. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah, it's Really? Kelsey. Okay, anyway. This woman injures her leg somehow. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, but, yeah. <laughs> but she's like, oh, no, it hurts so bad. And then we see it, and it's essentially a scrape. She has it, it's a scrape. A, it's a long paper cut is mm-hmm. what it is. <laughs> uh, and the other thing is it... It paints her while he's wrapping it up, uh, and then it sits in that old mill water. Yeah. And it never bothers her again. Yeah. Now, see, this is what I was going to say about it, is that, one, it mysteriously vanishes as a problem after he wraps it up, and two, Mm -hmm. he is wrapping it in this, like, septicemia-inducing rag (laughs) that's been floating in old mill water, and he's like, here, we have to apply pressure to your paper cut. And uh, <laughs> this is in no way unsanitary and going to cause you to get gangrene. Um, yeah, I, mostly I'm just sad that like he didn't do a tourniquet on her mm-hmm. paper cut. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's essentially what he's. And then there's this whole bit that where she's like, "Where'd you learn to do this?" And he's like, "Well, my mom was a nurse." And it's like, "What are you fucking talking about? He wrapped your paper cut." Yeah. In an old towel. Where did you learn to do this? <laughs> I don't. He made it up, on the spot. You know, you know all those underfunded Oklahoma hospitals where they just <laughs> use old towels. Gunshot wound. Get me a towel. <laughs> yeah, that dirty one's fine. Mm-hmm. Has it been soaking in that mill water? Perfect. Yeah. So. That stuck out to me as a problematic area for sure. Um, what did you think of uh, the meteorological lady who just wants to get back to her kid? I I don't know why her child exists. Mm, an interesting <laughs> philosophical point about the movie. Yeah, well, it's just like her her kid is there just to like sort of tug at your heartstrings, but mm-hmm. you don't really see her. 
And so she essentially does not exist for 99% of the film. Yeah. And and so it is puzzling that they're like, but my daughter, my daughter, my daughter, what about my daughter? And it's like, your daughter's perfectly fucking safe and it does not mm-hmm. make me care about you. Yeah, she is 200 miles away, 100%. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. She was an interesting character. <laughs> I will say probably has yeah. the most going for her out of I mean everybody else in this movie is kind of kind of flat so maybe yeah. the fact that she has a daughter that she wants to get to home to and she apparently has like a PhD in weather stuff yeah uh, and she's is she's a weather doctor a weather doctor and she's stuck with this crew of storm chasers for some reason was uh-huh. pretty compelling yeah I mean she she's fine it. It also seemed like they were gonna pair her up with the dickhole dad. Hey, yeah, I was expecting that, and then it never fucking happened. Yeah, because I, I thought that the younger son was gonna end up having to film his dad fuck the meteorologist. <laughs> Naturally. I mean, that's of course what would happen. Yeah, Natch, you know, you get your son to film you fuck this new lady. Mm-hmm. Or at least uh, set up the tripod, because I assume that the dad doesn't know how to video... And both of his sons are shown to be video experts. Yeah, yeah. So. Clearly the dad does not understand video because he's like, no one's manning this tripod filming this completely stagnant fucking graduation ceremony. Mm-hmm. It's like, you, do, you don't need it, my, my man. Which, I was thinking about it while we've been talking. I, I actually don't think they did drop the documentary. Well, no, they for sure did drop the documentary style shooting because there's a moment yeah. where Peter gets sucked up into the tornado and mm-hmm. nobody was filming that. No, well, I I guess the way they got around that is because uh the the vehicle that he is operating, the mm-hmm. tight the Titus? Titus. Yeah. Um, this like is, armored truck for sure. Yeah, is is covered covered in cameras. Mm. Um but Luke, I I think it's time that we talk about the Titus, uh, which, interestingly enough, uh, I I think we actually know who Peter got the Titus from. Oh, we do? Yeah, that would be me, Truck Tuggerman of Truck Tuggerman's (laughs) Specialty Tugger Trucks. Do you need a vehicle that can withstand an EF-5 tornado? Come to me, Truck Tuggerman of Truck Tuggerman's Specialty Tugger Trucks. Would you like a vehicle that has... Well, spikes on it that you can drill into the ground that they imply heavily hook the vehicle into the ground, but really are they're just spikes and they dig very small holes. Uh, <laughs> there's no possible way this truck could be held in place during an EF anything tornado by these small little tent poles. But uh, that's me, Truck Tuggerman of Truck Tuggerman's Specialty Tugger Trucks. You know, it's an interesting point about Truck Tuggerman that we just get the advertisements and we just play them. Yeah. Uh, we, yeah. We, haven't, we don't know where Truck Tuggerman is. He, he could no. be in Oklahoma for all we know. He's, he sounds Oklahoman. Yeah, for sure. There, there's a through line there. Sure. But yeah, I find this truck sort of mystifying because he goes on and on about the, uh, the grappling hooks mm-hmm. that aren't hooks. Yeah. It's a stake that goes, like, maybe six inches into the ground. Mm-hmm. And it it's shown in the movie to not work at all. Yeah, or 
it's shown to hold him in place kind of during the tornado, but mostly it just means that the truck gets banged around because it's yeah. tethered to the ground. So it's not holding him in place. <clears throat> it's just keeping him bouncing up and well, down. See, that's not even the spikes because I'm watching it right now, Luke. And oh, okay. <laughs> he's only bouncing around because he's winched to the semi-truck that crashed on the other side of their wind tunnel. Yeah. And so the spikes are doing literally nothing. Mm, which Absolutely you, nothing. You know he paid extra for those spikes. I mean, that oh, was yeah. That was a pricey, uh, pricey upgrade to get the spikes yeah. installed. Truck Tuggerman uh, charges a premium mm-hmm. uh, for these spikes. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah, this this fucking truck man, it's <laughs> it's such a central part of the movie, and it's shown to just completely suck shit mm-hmm. and. It does kill Matt Walsh because he didn't install fucking airbags in it. Yeah. And we do get this incredible scene where the truck gets sucked up into the tornado, propelled up into the stratosphere. <laughs> yes. And so he's like floating around above the clouds looking. Yeah, we, above the tornado. Above the tornado. And it's beautiful. And he gets sort of this nice closure moment where it's like, oh, yeah everything's beautiful up here before he plummets to his death. <laughs> but Sam, I put it to you. I don't know how tornadoes work, but I'm pretty sure that's not it. I don't think so. Mm-mm. Uh, I'm, I'm not a tornadoologist, a mm. tornadologist, <laughs> if you will. Uh, but I'm pretty sure they don't do that. Yeah. I'm no Dr. Weather, but no. it does. It doesn't seem. Yeah. This truck, we also get a like 10 minute exposition piece. Mm-hmm. Where the camera guy that gets sucked up into the fire tornado is tasked with <laughs> getting some B-roll footage of it and uh, getting Matt Walsh explaining how it all works. So we are intimately acquainted with this truck yes. during this flick. Yeah, um, it is It is the fifth character of Sex in the City. <laughs> yeah, it's the gals and the Titus. <laughs> God, you know. Hey, that would be amazing while we're talking about it. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. So Sex Sex in the City, new season, Samantha, Charlotte, Miranda, and... The other one. The other one. The main one, actually. <laughs> and Titus. In uh, the Titus truck, <laughs> ripping around New York City, waiting for tornadoes. <laughs> to, God. To tear that city down. Mm-hmm. Um, um, hey, we also fuck. dip our toes briefly into climate change with this one. Did you did you spot this? Oh yeah, towards the beginning when they also mention fucking tornadoes in L.A. Did mm-hmm. you did you catch that line? Yeah. So the line is something like, you know, hey, as climate change gets worse, this is just gonna get worse, and we're gonna mm-hmm. start having tornadoes in places where we didn't have them before, like L.A. and Chicago. Hey, Sam. <laughs> Uh-huh. I was in Chicago not that long ago. The day we left, mm-hmm. there were tornado warnings in Chicago. Oh, shit, man. So, th- again, this movie was 2014, and it we've done nothing in the following <laughs> seven years. <laughs> yeah. So if that's the bellwether for we've hit, shit has hit the fan, then I got some bad news, re-fan and feces. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you better put on that fucking tarp because uh, we are getting sprayed with shit and Matt Walsh is dead. Oh, man, you hate to hear it. Again? I would have yep. figured he'd make it through this time. 
I was hoping, because I, I told him at the beginning of the movie, I said, put some airbags in that thing. Yeah. And I thought he was going to do it this time, and he didn't. He did not. Man, you hate to hear it. Hey, I do have a question for you. Yeah. So they're making a movie this entire time, the Storm Chaser yes. crew. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do you think this movie's any good? Okay, get out of my fucking head, because I was going <laughs> to ask you essentially the same thing. It's okay. A slight twist on it. No, I don't think the movie's any good, but Luke, would you watch it? Hell yeah, I'd watch this. <laughs> so For... do you think it's good? <laughs> no, I don't think it's good, but I think Fuck. some of the footage that they get in this flick has got to be amazing. Because they are oh, like yeah. in tornadoes, and they're recovering cameras from tornadoes uh, and stuff. Mm-hmm. But there's no narrative through line on this one. Um so to speak, it's not going to be like a uh, that Alex Honnold uh, Hulu free solo, oh, I think yeah, yeah, yeah. is what it's called. Like, it's not mm-hmm. going to be gripping like that um, because most of it, from what I grok, is them driving around trying to find tornadoes. Yeah, and I can find that on YouTube, man. Yeah, for sure. So um, I'm thinking mm-hmm. odds that this movie actually has any substance except for the last 10 minutes. Where we deal with Silverton, uh, uh-huh. pretty pretty thin chance that it's gonna pan out for this flick. Yeah, so I'm gonna interrupt you very briefly here because again, I'm I'm watching this movie and it is wrapping up. Mm-hmm. Um, the heartwarming moment after uh, Matt Walsh is tragically crushed to death, falling yeah. from the upper atmosphere, mm-hmm. is Dickhole Dad cutting younger son out of some like that like orange plastic construction fence material Mm -hmm. with the hero knife with the knife and then giving the knife back to his son in this like moment of like i respect you Mm -hmm. you're a man now (laughs) you have a knife and then we do have we do have older son uh walking through the decimated town holding hands with kelsey so, mm. so yeah, I, I believe it. They've they've seen each other's souls. <laughs> <laughs> man, how'd you how'd you meet how'd you meet Grandma, Grandpa? Well, let me tell you what, man. You <laughs> we get a were tornado going at the old mill. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing gonna charge a romance like half drowning in an old mill during a tornado. <laughs> I tell you, you add hormones into that mixture, and woo, buddy, we used some firecrackers back in the day. Oh my God! Um, so, so I've got a, I've got another sort of film-related question. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, the beginning of this movie, and and ostensibly a a lot of the rest of it, I don't know, is, uh, the Dickhole Dad sons filming time capsules for themselves to watch in twenty-five years for yes. No, no given reason. It's hey, just that he requires them to do this. Yeah, their dad explicitly said that they should do this, and they call it stupid, and it is uh-huh. stupid. Yes. Um. But yeah. There's no justification given for why they're doing this project or why their dad forced them to make time capsule videos. Precisely. So, uh, what what's the chance that they actually watch this in 25 years when they're 41? Oh, fucking zero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, especially since uh, younger son 
does say that video won't exist in 25 years. And mm-hmm. Luke, that was the most fucking mind-boggling shit in this movie. Because what the fuck would replace video? Mm-hmm. Still photos. We're going to go back to just still photos for everything. You're going to get the news one frame at a time. Trevor Noah, one frame at a time. I See, I got to tell you, I have legitimately been racking my brain as to what could possibly replace video. Mm-hmm. And look, there's nothing. Because yeah. VR is essentially video. So mm-hmm. that's out. It, the only thing would be like, Somehow we have, like, super quick 3D printers that print animatronics that act out every TV show for you in your home. Yeah, And then like... you kill them at the end of the show. <laughs> I love this idea of printing out little Chuck E. Cheese-style animatronics. <laughs> and then murdering them after mm-hmm. your 25-minute comedy. Yeah, it's a sort of Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> yes. uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh, every single time you need the news... Yeah, that or maybe drug-induced hallucinations is the future. Like, you get a prepackaged, like, here's your daily show sort of pill (laughs) that you consume. There you go, and you just trip fucking balls and learn about the news. Yeah, for 30 minutes. They're they're really calibrated, these future drugs. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I I think there's... There's probably zero chance they watch these because, I mean, they're shooting this on old tape, it looks like. Their cameras Uh look ancient. Yes. Um, like VHS style home video cameras is what it looks like. Yeah, even for 2014, they look old. Mm-hmm. The most modern camera we see is what you said earlier appears to be a Zune that yes. Rebus has. It's like a little <laughs> GoPro. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's the most modern camera we see. So, what the fuck, Rednecks? Good job. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I have now finished the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and Luke, I have the sneaking suspicion that you, Ken, and I are the only three people on the planet who have watched this movie. Yeah, you do sort of wonder. I feel like this one would have just landed at the box office with a big old thud, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, just a sad trombone noise. Yeah. <laughs> um. Would you like to know why Kenna picked it? I have it in my notes, Sam, in all caps with many exclamation points and question marks. Why? So for sure I would love to know. Um, Because it's terrible and she wanted to get revenge on us. <laughs> That's the explicitly stated reason? Yes. Also, she does like tornado content. And um, I did find out that the the cameraman who was sucked into the fire tornado, um, she had a crush on him when he was younger and she was younger. Oh, okay. All right. So. All right, Kenna. So there was that. Mm Mm-hmm. All solid reasons for making us watch this terrible, terrible movie. Um, Yep. And the fact that Kenna likes the Twister content does explain some other entries in our list. So, folks, Mm -hmm. if you're... If you're into tornadoes, bu- fucking buckle up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Batten down the fucking hatches. Put your put your uh, car's grappling hook system into uh, active mode mm-hmm. because we got some we got some nados coming. Mm-hmm. Some nados of uh, different varieties. Like we saw a fire tornado in this one. God only knows what other kind of tornado we're gonna see in the next one. 
Yeah, what kind of tornado would you like to see? Hmm. I think a penguin tornado, because we've seen a sharknado. Ooh. But now a tornado just chock full of penguins? Now we're talking, my friend, because as oh, we've established, yeah. you break open a, a penguin and it's like a it's like a pinata, essentially. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. That's yeah. fucking good, man. It's, it's powerful. The idea God of these damn these pinata filled penguins flying around in a giant tornado. I mean, you get oh, a bat, you fuck. just start swinging. You're gonna have a great ass time. Oh my god! All those penguins plopping on the ground, popping open. Mm-hmm. Like a, like a jack in the box. Fuck mm-hmm. me, that's good. <laughs> Hopefully, that makes sense to people, and they've listened to the episode where we've gone into great detail <laughs> about what's inside various animals. Yeah, uh, our recurring series of what could be in this animal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Sam, what what kind of tornado would you like to see? Syrup. Oh, now that's more powerful. <laughs> I gotta hand it to you. That is some primo shit right there. Just a big sti- sticky NATO. <laughs> Sweet and sticky. That's how I like my NATO. Fuck shark NATO. I want to see maple syrup tornado. Yeah. For sure. Syrup NATO. Maple NATO. I don't fucking, <laughs> I don't know. It's the it's the bane of Canada, but god damn is it delicious. May I suggest tornado? Ooh, tornado is excellent. <laughs> God damn, dude, you got it in one. Tornado, there's a tornado coming this way. Batting down the hatches, everybody. Now, e- easily confused with a ketchup tornado, but... Mm, uh, yeah, that's so, true. But those but are impossible, they, Sam, as we all know. Are impossible in Canada. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it, it does impact <laughs> other parts of of uh, the planet, but, yeah. but not Canada. Too far yeah. north for, for a ketchup tornado. Exactly. Everybody knows this. Yes. So, uh, do you have any other thoughts? Let me scan my notes really quick. But, Sam, I don't think so. I, yeah. You know what? This movie was fine. I had a pretty entertaining time with it. But I'm ready to move on and get out of of the storm now that we've been into the storms. Yes. We've been, some might say, through the storm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's time that we, we rebuild this town uh, and maybe yes. move on to other things. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's elect Revis and Dunk as mayors, co-mayors, <laughs> and rebuild this town. Yeah, sounds good to me. All right. Well, folks, uh, thanks for listening to another episode of Hanksy Panksy. You can find us on Facebook at Hanksy Panksy Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Hanksy Panksy. You can find us on Instagram at Hanksy Panksy Pod. And you can send us an email at HanksyPanksyPod at gmail.com. Uh, you know, if, if you're going to email us, let us know what kind of tornado you would like to see. Um, and, uh, and you know what? Also, Please send me a title of a porno that would be filmed in an old paper mill. I would, I would love to hear what you have to say about that. Um, and again, if you saw Polar Express with Luke, yeah, uh, God, please let us know. Uh, yeah, Luke, he, Luke can't sleep anymore. He's not nope. eating. Uh, he he cries all the time when we're not recording, because um, he just doesn't know, and we need to find out. 
and uh, and yeah, so I'd, I'd also like to give a shout out to uh, Ryan Boyd for our kick-ass intro music. If you uh, want to hear more of their work and their thoughts, uh, you can find them on Twitter at Ryan Droid, D-R-O-Y-D. Luke, do you have a final quote? I do. And it is said by Revis, and it is. Man, you're going to get girls. I'm talking fives, sixes, fives for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, I love Revis and Donk. Uh, Well, folks, thanks for listening to another episode of Hanksy Panksy. We will be back next week with a different disaster. Woo! Yeah! Let's get that tornado! I mean, I, I think it was, like, one of the first books, like, done in, like, a printing press. I guess, but, but I'm pretty sure the Chinese have been making books. Oh well, yeah, for you know, you know, thousands again, of years. Luke, Western civilization—you know, the only one that matters, white people. <laughs> yeah, so we've got a racist librarian uh, uh-huh. who does not believe in God because somebody in this movie inexplicably asks him if right. he believes in God, to which he says no. Uh, as a nice fuzzy little detail to just chuck into this plot. <laughs> I don't believe in God. We're about to die. Mm-hmm. And then we've got Jake Gyllenhaal's love interest who gets her leg slashed open on a yeah. taxi mm-hmm. and then lets it soak in that truly horrifyingly disgusting New York flood water. <laughs> um. <laughs> the cleansing waters. The Manhattan flood that cleansed the city. Yes, and and then she won't tell anyone about it. Yes, until she gets septicemia, like it's intense. It gets to that point, and she has not yeah. even she never mentions it. Yeah, never. She just gets extremely sick, and then a librarian is like, "I think it's septicemia. I read it in a book." And mm-hmm. then they go out, they fight some wolves, they get penicillin, they give her penicillin, and she's immediately fine. Yeah. Hey, that's how it works, Sam. I don't know if you know yeah. this, but if you just dunk... I mean, they take the vial of penicillin. I assume that they just made her drink the entire thing all at and once. Actually, I think I think the, the librarian said a massive dose of penicillin or any other multi-something antibiotic. Yeah, any, any broad-spectrum antibiotic. Yes. They also sort of imply that the alternative is to cut the leg off, which is where I thought this was going to go. And I was pretty excited about amputating her leg with whatever they could find in the National or the Public Library of New York. But Luke, I think that would have been a better movie. Mm-hmm. Fucking fucking making her bite down on a belt as they saw through her her fucking leg with like some legal pad or like a yeah. ballpoint pen. If we'd gone Fuck. full full master and commander on this and just uh she's yeah. slugging whiskey down they're uh-huh. talking her through it. Yeah, that's where I thought this was going to go. But no, instead we go hunt for penicillin in, in an abandoned Russian cargo container and get attacked Which by wolves. They all know how to navigate that that cargo ship really well. Hey, yeah. It takes them like no time at all to find the med bay for sure. Right. And then Jake Gyllenhaal circumnavigates the whole fucking thing, losing the wolves in it, so ostensibly he knows the cargo ship better than wolves do. Mm-hmm. It, I, it doesn't make any fucking sense. I love this movie. <laughs> it's it's a good time. I will say that, you know? Um, you know, it's two hours where I shut my brain off and mm-hmm. I watch some cool shit happen and 
then get reminded of this sort of existential dread that this is all still very possible and Mm -hmm. now probable and we've known about it for 20-ish years and we're doing nothing yeah that's the horrifying part that you have to continue to just sort of shut off in your brain that's the real trick of this movie is uh figuring out how to compartmentalize as hard as you can yeah there there was a bit towards the end of the movie where um jake gyllenhaal's love interest uh says something to the effect of everything i've worked for has been to prepare for a future that no longer exists and all i said was welcome to 2021 lady (laughs) (laughs) and on top of that they have universities in mexico city but Luke, those aren't for white people. Yeah, it's <laughs> Western <laughs> civilization. <laughs> yeah, definitely some implicit racism there too. Like they have universities all over the world, definitely in the southern hemisphere. Uh, yeah, and they like kind of tried to make a point about how like all these white people had to go to countries that they've been really shitty to mm-hmm. uh, forever. Uh, and have been very racist too, and then it kind of does nothing with it. Yeah. Yeah, the the new president, the Dick Cheney analog, who did not shoot his friend. Um, <laughs> that we know of. That we know of. Says something to the effect of, uh, we're now inhabiting what we formerly called the third world, and I just want to thank you all for your hospitality, which is really sort of a backhanded compliment. <laughs> it really right? fucking is. <laughs> Yeah, we thought you guys would be dick, dicks about us hanging out in these fucking shitholes, but uh, you've been nice. Yeah, turns out, you know, all these shithole countries, uh, quote unquote, uh, you know, life life's pretty good here. Thanks for the hospitality. So yeah, it turns, I turns out we've been turning away pretty nice people. Yeah, turns out. So I hope he was summarily executed by whoever uh, yeah. later on uh, for his, his pretty racist remarks. Would have been nice. Yep. Would have been nice. Uh, but Luke, I, unless you've got any other thoughts, I think maybe this is where we should leave the day after tomorrow. Yeah, I think it's time to move to the day after tomorrow after tomorrow. Yes. So the day after tomorrow yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Or and, something uh, like that. And we'll, we'll see what Kenna has cooking up for us next week. Yeah, uh, I assume it's even more disaster focused. I hope so. I, it, Luke, it can't get better from here. I mm-hmm. think <laughs> we'll find out. It'll we be will. a nice little journey, and I'm excited to go on it. But, uh, but folks, uh, until then, thank you for listening uh, to Hanksy Panksy. It's a disaster. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Hanksy Panksy. You can find us on Facebook at Hanksy Panksy Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Hanksy Panksy Pod. And you can send us an email at HanksyPanksyPod at gmail.com. You know what? Uh, w- wait. I don't actually know what to tell people to email us. Mm. I was going to say gruesome deaths, but that's, that's, I don't, I don't actually want that. You know what? We, I don't know that I want those emails. No, you don't, for sure. Uh, you know what? We have a list of disaster movies, but maybe if there's a disaster movie that's just itching at the back of your skull, if you Ooh, want to email yeah. that to us, maybe tell us what we should watch next. Yeah, or um, you know, tell us where you think Dennis Quaid got his degree in climate science. <laughs> I think that would be good too. Paleoclimatology. 
Yeah, that sounds good. And if you saw Polar Express with me, we're still yeah. fuzzy on the details on that one. Still accepting submissions for that. Um, but uh, also, please uh, give us a review on Apple Podcasts and share us with a friend. Uh, both really help us out a lot. And uh, I'd like to give a thank you to Ryan Boyd for our kick-ass intro music. Uh, and uh, Luke, do you have a final quote? I do. I do, sir. Some things never change, and uh, oh, my good. final quotes will never change. Sam, my final quote is, The wolves! They're gone! <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> this fucking movie. And with that, I, I shut my notebook God. on this movie. Yep. Well, folks, we'll be back next week with some kind of disaster. Until then, thanks for listening! <laughs>